June 23, 1972, the world of women's sports changed forever. Now, 50 years after Title IX became law, we're celebrating with a podcast dedicated to women's stories, where we'll examine and amplify women who changed the face of sports as we know it today. Listen and subscribe to Starting Nine Up, a Title IX podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Celebrate the 50th anniversary of Title IX with nine stories about girls and women's sports with a Columbus connection. It's humid, sweaty, and sticky. Summer can be really uncomfortable. But we're actually talking about your mattress. Don't worry, though. Nectar's Nectar Tech cooling technology helps you sleep cool on hot summer nights. Plus, every mattress includes a one-year trial, forever warranty, and free shipping. With $200 off, prices start at only $399. And get $499 of premium accessories, including pillows, sheets, and a mattress protector this summer. So chill out and visit Nectarsleep.com. Welcome, it's Matt Connerton Unleashed for Friday, April 17, 2020. And we're going to be closing out the week with one more brand new best of. And I've got got one for you today that I think is a lot of fun. But uh, I want to remind everybody, of course, that uh, please uh, be sure to uh, spend some money, buy some food or some beverage and some beverage (laughs) from uh, the Hopknot at 1000 Elm Street in the Brady Sullivan Plaza in downtown Manchester, our wonderful sponsor, and we are uh, very proud to have them as a sponsor. Uh, They have delicious gourmet pretzels. Actually, they've got a bunch of different food that's really awesome, and you can even uh, have alcohol delivered under the current uh, stay-at-home order here in the state of New Hampshire, so be sure to check out the Hop Knot in the Brady Sullivan Plaza at 1000 Elm Street. They are doing carryout and delivery. Uh, They are currently open Wednesday through Saturday from noon to 7 p.m. So please, uh, please support our wonderful sponsor and uh, make sure you tell them we sent you uh, the Hopknot. Thehopknot.com is the website, by the way, if you want to check them out online. And that's not with a K as in pretzel knot. And to finish out this week, we're going to do one more best of uh, for this week, a brand new best of, because I do so love putting these together. This is uh, the best of Matt Connerton Unleashed Volume 36. Can you believe it? And this one, this isn't a character-driven one, but it is theme-driven. It's going to be the bestofrightwingwatch.org. 
because that is one of my favorite websites, one of my go-tos uh, during the live show. And uh, I love finding articles on rightwingwatch.org. That's where I get a lot of the uh, Jim Baker stuff. He's a colorful character. You might hear some Jim Baker on today's show, but I do so love that website. And we get a lot of uh, a lot of comedy out of it. So uh, there will probably be more than one best of rightwingwatch.org, but uh, we're going to do one today. I think you'll really, really enjoy these clips from the show from the last couple of years. Uh, so without further ado, thank you. And here it is. The best of Matt Connerton Unleashed, volume 36. Best of Right Wing Watch. Michael Martineau is here too. Uh, how are you, sir? Doing great. Gonna have a gonna have a great night ahead of me after the show. Right, a great night ahead of you. What are you going to do? I hope you're not uh, going to hang out with uh, Scumpy. No, no, no. I'm gonna go get dinner after this, and then I'm going to go to the um, show at the Palace Theater tonight. Who's at the Palace Theater? I hope it's not DEFCON, because no, uh, you get in all kinds of trouble. There's no one else here, by the way. No, it's... Um, don't... Uh, you don't need to... Uh, oh, you're pointing at that. I thought you were yeah. pointing at... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. Uh, so you're going to see Flashdance the Musical. Yeah. Wow. Should, should be a great time. Are you uh, Are you a fan of... The, you know, I've never uh, seen the movie Flashdance ever in my life. I've, I haven't either, but I've... I've heard rave reviews about it, and this is the last weekend to see it in Manchester, so I'm like, why not on a Friday night that I have, that I'm free? Right, yes. What would you, uh, what would you be doing if you weren't going to see Flashdance the musical? I have no idea. Right. You'd be, uh, you'd probably be hanging out with Scumpy, getting into trouble. Uh, <laughs> getting you, uh, he'd probably, you know what would, uh, happen? Here's what I envision. You'd be, oh my god, what if Scumpy shows up at Flashdance the musical, and then he gets you thrown out? Like at a DEFCON show. You get tossed out on your arse, as they say. I already bought my ticket, so. Right. So you think, but what if, yeah, but what if Scumpy uh, uh, got you to lie again about something like he did before? Leading you down the primrose path. I'm still very concerned about that, Michael oh. Marno. <laughs> I'm, I'm concerned uh, I'm going to see you someday uh, out on the street uh, wearing a leather jacket and smoking a cigarette. Now, but I do have some exciting news. Well, how exciting is it? Because it's very important not to oversell it. Or is it exciting? Is it mildly stimulating? Is it so-so? Uh, so so. Uh, I'll let you just go ahead and tell us. Uh, so, so I don't so, mean to interrupt. So the Snoo announced the two big events. Is it is it air horn worthy? Do I need to get the air horn ready? No. You sure? I'm positive it. Because I really like to use the air horn. I don't know if you've ever noticed or, that about or, the show. Or, or, or we only know Kiss is going to be there February 1st. Well, that deserves an air horn. Yes. Yes. We, we only know that. Yes. And tickets go on sale on uh, December. No. Wait. No. Uh, November 22nd, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. I and, like how you say that, Michael Martin. You're just like, yeah. It's Kiss. Yeah. It's my favorite yeah, band, Michael. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's going to be a sold out show and cannot wait to... Uh, See, I'm posty live for the first time. Well, good good save, because you sounded indifferent at first, which really, uh, frankly, it hurt my feelings a bit. Or I was being so-so about what the second event is. Oh, well, it can't be as good as Kiss. You no. probably should have told us about the second event first, oh, and that way you kind of build up. Okay, so on May 6th of May, next year. May 6th, that seems like uh, like forever from now. They, they, annou they announced this concert... I know nothing about it, but it sounds awful well, already. Well, you, you know something about it because you're telling us. Or, or so it's a... Are you, 
Are it, you trying to steal Easy G's entertainment report? <laughs> Part of it, maybe. Oh, no, okay, that's what I thought. Um, so it's a six. It's a Nickelodeon star in concert. It's a sixteen-year-old. Um, her name's JoJo Kim, and she's on YouTube. And so it's gonna be her first first tour. She's a Nickelodeon star, and everybody's like. You call that a major event? I'm like, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't uh, go to any sort of Nickelodeon show because I'd be afraid of being slimed. Or I've heard that they slime the entire audience to make it memorable, like it's Blue Man Group or something. That's that's what you get at the um, Kids Choice Awards or a Gallagher show where you end up with uh, uh, watermelon all over you. You got to wear a poncho. <laughs> I wouldn't go to a Nickelodeon show. I wouldn't go see this JoJo, whatever her name. I don't even remember her last name. Yeah. I don't, I don't even want you to repeat it. I don't even care. Yeah. I know it's her first name is Joe. Is it a, a male or female, JoJo? Female. Female. Hasn't there already been, wasn't there already a big uh, female pop star like 10 years ago named JoJo? Probably. How many JoJos do we need? <laughs> I'll tell you how many we need. I'm going to answer that. My own, I'm going to answer my own question. We need zero. Yep. Yeah. I'm not going. I'm. I will not be at that show. I'll be. I'll be walking it, but we'll we'll see how well received it is. I do have to ask you though, uh, Michael, as a uh, as a professional who does work at the uh, Snoo Arena, shouldn't you be? Uh, I mean, I I know it, it wouldn't be sincere in this case, but shouldn't you be speaking positively about the shows coming up? I mean, uh... it, yes, I should, but but it's my it's my honest. It, it, it's not like the gun here and fire me. I, well, see, that's what I'm worried about, though. I'm worried that you're gonna. Eat... I, I work. For, I work for the concession company. I know, but I just don't want you to easy g yourself out of a job at the new arena. You know, like he got himself fired from Creamland. I mean, he won't admit it, but I think we all kind of know that's what oh, really like, happened. And, and so I, I worked there last night at Creamland. No, oh no, at the new arena. They had a, oh, right. they had an event, and it was. Um, Eh, it wasn't what it was hyped up to be. I would say that. Right, right. He's not. He's not really here, by the way. Okay. The gentleman. I mean, people watching online uh, saw uh, that was actually the ghost of John McCain who was in the room. He's. Uh, he, we can see him now, and yeah. then he left. But he did say he'd be back. Interestingly enough, he did say he'd be back. Does that? Say, do you believe in ghosts, Michael Martino? Sometimes I'm. Surely you believe in the ghost of John McCain. Yes, it, that, that was surely the ghost of John McCain in our studio. Now, now it's a sacred ground. Oh boy! Do you believe in the? Uh, do you believe in uh, virtual John Hopwood? Yes, I do. Oh, I don't well. know who that is, and I don't care. Yes. Well, we should say hello to everybody in the uh, Facebook live chat. Uh, Jenny is in there, of course. Uh, I saw Wayne Noel in there as well. Uh, Mr. Uh, Brian Mackey uh, joins us all the way from Idaho. And uh, let's see, who else? Oh, I guess that's it so far. Fridays uh, sometimes. I was hoping that the uh, uh, gentleman who uh, I said was the ghost of John McCann, I was hoping he'd stick around. But uh, the, uh, the, the, oh, and uh, oh boy, I don't know what's going on. It's pandemonium here today. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. There's all sorts of uh, of ghosts. It's a ghost, uh, Michael. Yeah. There's all sorts of ghosts. We need to get that medium back in here. She can clear out the ghost of John McCain and all the other ghosts. And uh, yeah. 
It's crazy. <laughs> but you do believe in ghosts, Michael Martin. Yes, I do. We're seeing one right now. Yes, right behind that's you. right. Yes. Um, have you had an, have you had a, a, a ghostly experience? Have you had a, a, a contact with the paranormal? No, I have not. Oh, what would you do if you did? Would you freak out? Probably. Yes. I um. Oh, and uh, Je- are are you joining us? Jenny is here. Um, I uh, I there was one day. Oh, what's this? Jenny has uh, handed me something. Is uh, where are these from? Oh, okay. Well, they're not a sponsor, so we won't. I won't say that on the air. But that's nice. But we are sponsored by the Hopknot, of course. I've got my Hopknot mug here. New Hampshire's premier establishment for gourmet pretzels and craft beer and and wine. Although we have to keep uh, Michael Martineau away from the craft beer and the wine because mm-hmm. we don't want you to go there with Scumpy and uh, bye bye. <laughs> we don't want you to go, we don't want you to go there with uh, Scumpy and uh, and get sloppy drunk because he is a uh, such a a corrupting influence on you. Right. Right. What? Jenny is here. She's at the news desk. And he's confused. Jesse, Jenny, Jenny just had a little minor heart attack in the elevator. Why? Because it started making this crazy sound, and I thought, oh, my God, I'm going to get stuck in it. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, there's actually signs on the elevator that say not to use them. Because what? Be, yeah, because they're testing? No, that's over. There's no more signs. Oh, okay, there they took the no signs down. There was no sign. Okay, well, if I If there figured... had been a sign, I wouldn't have gotten in the thing. Right. Well, I think I am. Well, I didn't know if maybe you would have gotten in thinking, oh, they've got to be done by now. Heck no. If there's a sign on something that tells me something like that, I'm not I'm not a moron. I know, but I just Really? No, cuz I thought Really, Maddie? Cuz I thought they've got to be done like wh- when I got here, I figured they got to be done by now. And plus, I didn't see anybody or hear anybody. <laughs> I figured they were probably finished. Well, thankfully for me, there was somebody else in the elevator, so I wasn't by myself. And it was what fun. kind of sound did it start making? Uh, like an obnoxious loud sound. Apparently, if the buttons get too many buttons get hit, it gets confused and yells at you. Oh, I know. It has yeah, like yeah, a hiccup yeah. Or something. The guy in the elevator told me. <laughs> right. I literally was like, "Oh no!" I'm reaching for the buttons. <laughs> right. No, I know what you're talking about now. Yes, I've heard it make that sound in in that uh, in that instance. Yes. So. By the way, yes, the uh, Facebook live feed did start a, a, a couple you of late. Uh, minutes late. Well, I wasn't late, but you we were a, late. We had a bit of a technical issue here, a kerfuffle. But because the, uh, you were late. But the gentleman who was not actually here uh, was just here and fixed it. The invisible man. Yes. The very invisible tall. He man. didn't want to be uh, identified, but suffice it to say, he's about six foot ten, and just what did uh, you do? Get him out of bed. An extraordinarily tall man at this hour. I don't. I don't, I don't think so. And he came right down, so I don't think he he was sleeping. I had to call him. I I had to call him and say, uh, "You broke something." No, I didn't. Well, I didn't break anything, but something broke. Well, it didn't break. It just needed to be. Was uh, Hoppy here? Needed to be fixed. He tends to break stuff. By the way, you can sign the wall. You haven't signed the uh, the brick wall. Oh yet. yes, I need to sign the wall. But you have to stay within a brick. Can I hinder hinder loafing it? What? <laughs> hinder loafing it? <laughs> can you what it? Oh God! Never mind. Seriously, Hinderloaf. Is it's that what the it people said? in the know? It's a Dutch thing. Hinderloaf. Is Seriously. that what it's called? No. Let's no move on. What? What is? It's humid, sweaty, and sticky. Summer can be really uncomfortable. But we're actually talking about your mattress. 
Don't worry, though. Nectar's Nectar Tech cooling technology helps you sleep cool on hot summer nights. Plus, every mattress includes a one-year trial, forever warranty, and free shipping. With $200 off, prices start at only $399. And get $499 of premium accessories, including pillows, sheets, and a mattress protector this summer. So chill out and visit Nectarsleep.com. What do you say? Nothing to see here. What? <laughs> Hi, Mike. Schmin- How are you? Schminder I'm doing good, Jenny. Something? Nice to see you, sweetheart. Nice to see you as well. It's a weird dude over here. That's me. It's me. It's How Mike. It's Ernest Tay. No. So I, I thought the uh, I thought the hearings might still be going uh, when I got here, but they have uh, they have in fact uh, completed. But I did uh, I did see or uh, listen Stay to, tuned to tomorrow most of them for how the U.S. turns. Well, no, tomorrow's Saturday. No, well, but you can hear you don't the think best. The people of... in other nations are watching our weekend news all weekend and just you know completely. Oh, I'm sure mind baffled with uh, what's going on in the United States. I'm quite sure. Yes, from personal experience, I can tell you that's not true. Uh, Wayne in the uh, Facebook live <laughs> chat says hi, Jenny. Hi, sweetie. Um. Oh my goodness! What? I have some uh, incredible news, by the way. You know, because uh, you changed today, your underwear today. Uh, well, that's yes, but today, uh, Ooh, Mike like that one. Ambassador uh, Yovanovitch, uh, of course, uh, testified, and I, I found that a, woman. I found a clip. Yes, that woman, as uh, Trump referred to her. But uh, so we'll uh, we'll try to get to all of that. But I do have something. This is shocking. I had no idea about this. This is. Very important, and it's got me uh, rethinking this whole impeachment thing. Uh, According to rightwingwatch.org, Satan is behind the impeachment investigation, uh, according to Stephen Strang. So this whole thing is being orchestrated by Satan. We need that woman back that speaks in tongues. Yes. Oh, Paula White. Yes, yes. Yes, Yes, she does speak. We need her to call upon the Lord. Amen, amen. I tried to get Michael to speak in tongues the other day. He couldn't do it. Did he try? Not really. <laughs> no. Well, you gotta try. I don't think you, to, don't think you, you even tried. Like, no, no, no. I, I didn't. I didn't even try. Ah, yeah. like, pre- give it a shot, man. Pretend you're uh, stroking out or something. I'm all set. By the way, you don't have <laughs> diabetes, do you? No, I do not. All right, good. Just checking. Um, so, uh, according to RightWingWatch.org. Uh, Stephen Strang, the CEO of the conservative Christian media outlet and publishing company Charisma, which is also a uh, there's also a Kiss song called Charisma, uh, said in a press release Friday that Satan is behind the impeachment inquiry and other demonic attacks on President <gasps> Trump. Oh, Brian Mackey also says hi, Jenny. Hi, sweetie. Uh, the press release uh, hyped a new a Charisma news poll finding that 90 percent of evangelicals actually, you know what, maybe. I should uh I should read the press release and I should do so in the form of Really? Really? You gonna do it? It's been a while. Oh come on. I haven't been here for one in a long it, time. It, it's been a while uh since I've My done thing. a dramatic reading. You know I love it. Why does this not this doesn't have the whole thing though? Does it give you juicy parts? It you can go with juicy parts. Yeah, I kinda it's okay to be semi-complete. It looks like it's most of it. <laughs> it's got the highlights here. Okay, so here it is. So this will be a dramatic reading, my friends. I haven't, uh, I haven't done one of these uh, in a while. A dramatic reading of Stephen Strang's press release informing everyone 
that Satan is directly involved in the impeachment hearings. Very exciting. Get behind me, Satan. That's what I say. Okay. So here we go. Why do people call my cell phone while I'm on the air? Okay, here we go. A dramatic reading. The attacks are, in my opinion, from the pit of hell. As a Christian, I believe that Satan is behind this. He is trying to steal, kill, and destroy. And Donald Trump has been raised up by God to stop our nation's headlong plunge into total depravity. It's God's mercy to America, since we deserve judgment. As I've said before, even though I have included a chapter on why Trump might lose, I personally believe he will win. That's because while Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy, Jesus comes to give life and give it more abundantly. I believe God has a plan for America, and I believe he raised up Donald Trump to help accomplish that plan. I believe God spoke to prophets over the years, telling them that he would play the Trump card. I outline this in God, Trump, and the 2020 election. But I document only a few of the prophecies that have declared Trump would win. The prophets were right in 2016, even if everyone else expected Hillary Clinton to win right up until the votes were counted. I believe the prophets will be right again this time, and that in 2020, Donald Trump will win a second term. Of course... The larger culture doesn't believe in prophecy, and they could care less about God's will. Even many Christians look at political trends and often use many of the same tactics as their secular counterparts in order to win at the polls. But as a charismatic Christian who believes in the work of the Holy Spirit and the gift of prophecy, I base my belief on what the prophets have said. Not what the talking heads on cable TV or the reporters in the New York Times newsroom think is going to happen. While I want to be careful in predicting the future, I believe Donald Trump will survive this attack too. I think the Democrats know they can't beat him at the polls, but if they can create a scandal and make him damaged goods in the eyes of some voters, that may shift enough votes to steal the election from him. One of the reasons Trump could lose that, I cite in my new book, God, Trump, and the 2020 election. There it is. Is the dishonesty of the other side. There you go. There's the hook. Buy my book. Lordy, you got to buy my book or you ain't getting into heaven. You're going to burn an everlasting hell without the words that are in my book. Brian Mackey says I should read it in tongues. Please don't. I haven't uh, mastered the art. But maybe that's what Brian, Paula White don't, don't don't give him ideas like that, dude. Maybe that, that's, that's what uh, cool. maybe that's what Paula White meant when she said this. Maybe she was referring to uh, uh, Satan being behind the impeachment inquiry. Hey! Maybe that's what that means. I don't know. I mean, it seems as reasonable as anything else. Oh gosh. Yes. No. Thank you for saying gosh. And not taking the Lord's name in vain. What, th- oh God? Oh, no. I, oh, oh, God. Oh, oh, boy. oh God, okay. God, God. I actually have 
Now, this is true. <laughs> I have noticed a resurgence of the word gosh in the last five or six years. Really? For a long time, nobody said gosh. Why in the world gosh. would you notice something as I noticed mundanely things like that. bored like that? I, I mean, noticed things like that. That's no, what because, goes ruminating through your mind all day, huh? Well, because for decades, gosh was considered something you would hear on like a 1970s sitcom. Nobody said gosh. Everyone said, oh, my God. But all of a sudden, people started saying, oh, my gosh, and not saying it ironically. As though even the most secular among us no longer wanted to use the Lord's name in vain. I don't think Very so. interesting. I think it's just a word choice. I think you're going way deeper down a but rabbit hole that strange. doesn't exist. But it's strange. Like, why is that? Well, most things around religions are strange. And why do people say whole nother? It's easier to just say it correctly and say whole other. There's no such word as nother. Why do people do that? Yeah, there is. And why do people say yeah, over? There is. It's like fluffinata. And why do, a word. why do people say over-exaggerate? No one says exaggerate anymore. Everyone says over-exaggerate now. Why does that word need a prefix They only say that to you. I hear everybody say that. Because you over-exaggerate. <laughs> and other people simply exaggerate. No, there are different levels everybody of exaggeration. It, everybody says it wrong now. And I write, Mike. You are right, Jenny. See? And why do people say I could care less? It's I couldn't care less. To say I could care less implies because that you I care. Because I could care, but I care less. No, it's to say that I no. could, but I'm not gonna. No, so you've got it backwards. No, that's no, why no, the no, expression no, no. That's is, what I'm sticking. That's I my story. I couldn't care less. I am sticking to that. And why do people say incidences? There's and no why such do you word. have to ask so many damn questions? It's why either, is the sky blue? Why is the bus orange? It's either incidents or instances. You can't These mesh them together stories. and make incidences. Are you I done know, yet? I know where that one came from. I know where that one came from. Incidences. Did somebody give him more <clears throat> caffeine than usual today? You know when I first noticed it? It was 2004. There were all you're these, off your meds. All these talking heads on Fox News saying we needed to give Bush a second term because there hadn't been Did any you're more. you're off your rocker, man. Because there hadn't been any more incidences of terrorism on U.S. soil. And I thought, incidences? Breathe. There's no such Inhale, word as incidences. Exhale. It's Inhale, very upsetting. Exhale. Why do people do that? Inhale. Exhale. And that's another one. It's actually easier to say it correctly. No, no, no. No, no. Breathe. It's fewer syllables to no, say no. instances mm. or incidents than it is incidences. I'm going to whack you with this. It's just foolishness. It's very upsetting to me. Pretty the Queen's English is there, being yeah. ruined. You think, Mikey? I'll, think I'll do it. That no. would be very rude. That could I kill I me. I like this, though. I really like it. I don't want anything to happen. It hits me the wrong way. It could kill me. Oh, no, no. We can, we can be careful. Could we just want to knock some sense Literally kill me. Try to. Anyway. I'm the sensible one. I insist on not speaking today, correctly. Honey, not today. Oh. Yeah. Few <laughs> pints, slow of a quart. Yep. Oh, I did see something else on rightwingwatch.org, uh, too, about uh, if uh, Trump isn't reelected, uh, God is going to uh, destroy the earth. Well, you know, that's oh. why Italy is sinking, don't you? Probably, yes. Venice is sinking, yes. It's true. Brian is asking, what incident are you talking about? Thank you, Brian, for using the oh, word man. correctly. I don't like you anymore, Brian. He's using the word correctly. Yes, uh, Sam Rohrer, this is also, that's a fun name to say. Don't Rohrer, feed him. It's like feeding a troll. R-O-H-R-E-R. -E Sam Rohrer says the uh, the 2020 election could prompt uh, prompt God to unleash prompt his, his final judgment upon this nation. You have Trump stuck in your mind too much because you can't even say words anymore. You well, can't say prompt. Well, this has you me. You said prompt. This has me freaked out. That was like a 
a prompted Trump because I'm gonna, I'm planning to vote for Vermin Supreme. I know that, but I heard uh, him on air yesterday. But I'm I'm Did worried. You see the pictures of him. I'm worried that uh, uh, God's going to uh, unleash his final judgment on the on the U.S. if uh, we don't reelect Trump. We might have to reelect Trump. Well, maybe that's going to happen anyway because you know the second coming has to happen in order for there to be peace on earth. Yes, there must be the thousand years of hell first. Well, you know, uh, back in uh, 2012, or perhaps uh, we're in that now. Chuck Norris uh, said that if we elected uh, Barack Obama to a second term, the Earth would be plunged into a thousand years of did darkness. Not? No, he really did say that. The Earth would be plunged into what? A thousand years of darkness. Chuck Norris really did say that. Oh man! I can find the clip if you don't believe me. No, but I don't. Oh, God, I like him. I don't want to think of him as being that way. Oh, he's very much that way. I don't. Yeah, he's a he's a kooky. He's a kooky right winger. You didn't know that about Chuck Norris. You know, I get surprised often by the people that turn out to be uber right wing nut jobs. Yeah, that I just don't see it coming. Sometimes, you know. Yeah, here it is. Like a flat earther, you don't see him coming. They just kind of Chuck Norris dire warning for America, 2012. Here, here we go. For anyone who doesn't believe me, what does he say now that it didn't happen? He probably uh, he probably thinks that uh, Trump saved us all. I'm sure he's uh, accepted Trump as his Lord and Savior, just like any other. So, like, God just held off for the four years that Obama was in there for the second term and decided to wait for Trump? Yeah, because God... He changed his mind. Because God started thinking, oh, maybe Trump will run. Oh, God. And, of course, Trump is now the most godly of presidents. But, yeah, here's Chuck Norris. Seriously. I am Chuck Norris, and this is my wife, Gina. We are here to talk about a growing concern we all share. If we look to history, our great country and freedom are under attack. We're at a tipping point and quite possibly our country as we know it may be lost forever if we don't change the course our country is headed. With our country at a crossroads, Chuck and I have asked ourselves what we can be doing to help support this great country we're blessed to live in and how we can encourage our like-minded American brothers and sisters to unite and let their voices be heard. It is estimated that in the 2008 election, 30 million evangelical Christians stayed home on voting day and Obama won the election by 10 million votes. We know you love your family and your freedom as much as Gina and I do. And it is because of that we can no longer sit quietly or stand on the sidelines and watch our country go the way of socialism or something much worse. Ooh. Our only hope <laughs> is for each of us to make sure we have not only registered to vote in the primary and the general elections for 2012, but to make sure our voices will be heard by casting our vote on election day. As Edmund Burke said, all that is necessary for the triumph of evil is that good men... It's humid, sweaty, and sticky. Summer can be really uncomfortable. But we're actually talking about your mattress. Don't worry, though. Nectar's Nectar Tech cooling technology helps you sleep cool on hot summer nights. Plus, every mattress includes a one-year trial, forever warranty, and free shipping. With $200 off, prices start at only $399. And get $499 of premium accessories, including pillows, sheets, and a mattress protector this summer. So chill out and visit Nectarsleep.com. 
1972, Title IX was signed into law. This prohibited discrimination based on sex and changed the game for girls and women in sports across the nation. To learn more, the Greater Columbus Sports Commission and iHeartRadio invite you to listen to the new podcast, Starting Nine Up. Celebrate the 50th anniversary of Title IX with nine stories about girls and women's sports with the Columbus Connection. Listen and subscribe to Starting Nine Up, a Title IX podcast on iHeartRadio or your favorite podcast platform. And women do nothing. Our great president, Ronald Reagan, said, freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. It must be fought for, protected, and handed on for them to do the same. President Reagan went on to say that you and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We will preserve for our children this last best hope for man on earth. It's coming. Or we will sentence them to take the first step into a thousand years of darkness. If we fail, at least let our children and our children's children say of us, we justified our brief moment here. We did all that could be done. Please stand with us. Let's unite for God and country, and may God continue to bless the United States of America. See you at the polls. Thank you. So it's actually his wife who said it, I forgot, because I hadn't seen that since 2012. It's actually his wife who predicted the thousand years of darkness. Boy, we dodged a bullet there. I mean, but why would they think, but why would they think that Barack Obama would be capable of unleashing a thousand years of darkness in a second term? He couldn't even get his first term agenda done. There was no Sharia law. The, the black helicopters from the U.N. didn't come and uh, confiscate all our guns. He couldn't even get that done. We it's really bizarre when you think about it in the sense that the evangelicals don't, you know, called Obama everything in the book and he is, you know, Satan's son or whatever. And he was married to one woman and he had children in wedlock and. Yes. You know, he never owned and made money off of half-naked women. Right. Um, Seemed to live a pretty, uh, yeah, lead a pretty yeah, exemplary pretty like life. A, Good right, family and, man, yes. But he is Satan. And the well, dude that's been married, what, two, three, four times? Um, umpteen children from different women. Made a lot, a lot, a lot of freaking money off of half-naked chicks. Um, objectified women his entire life. Mm-hmm spoke of how he gets them by grabbing them and apparently that makes every woman in his vicinity melt which i don't get personally i mean i really don't but um, he's rich which don't means care. which means god loves him more than the rest of us and there has to be a reason and besides as we've discussed as far as barack obama goes i've always said there was something about him that just wasn't quite like other presidents. I don't know what that was. Though. I can never quite put my finger on it, but there was well, you know, something I, wait, wait, about wait, wait, him wait. a little bit different that freaked these people out. Isn't he like the first president since like Reagan or something to, or no, maybe one of the Bushes? I'm not sure. Um, to not like be known for 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 having extramarital affairs. Maybe because like you know what I mean. Like so we have like. Because Obama never did, was in trouble for any of that kind of stuff. Right, but, you know, right. Yeah, Clinton did. You know, nah, 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 nah. We all know some of the history of, you know, Bush and cocaine and all that, you know. just well, Allegedly. Allegedly. But uh, you know, and, and, I don't think that's it, though. No? I think there's something else about you Barack know, Kennedy, Obama. Marilyn Monroe, you know. Something else about Obama that just really freaked these people out that was just a little bit different. Was it because he quit smoking while he was in office? Uh, 
I don't think it's that. No? No. Oh. I don't know. And I feel like I mean, like I'm not crazy about everything the man did, that's yeah. for sure. But, um, hmm, I what feel, could it have been? I feel like it's something obvious, like... A lawyer? No, that can't no, be it, because no, half uh, of the people who are yeah, elected most are, lawyers, are lawyers. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I feel it's like a special it's, place in hell for them. I mean, I feel <laughs> like it's probably something as plain as the nose on my face, or maybe as the color of the skin on the nose of my face. I don't know. I just can't See quite... See did there, yeah, I just yeah. can't quite put my finger on it, what it could be, but... Yeah, something about Obama, just a little, like he didn't quite seem like a, what they tend to think of as a, as a quote unquote president. He didn't play enough golf. Didn't play enough golf. That's yeah. it. You know, he did not get out there and, you know, hit enough 18 holes and, uh, you know, grandstand in front of a TV today trying to get people to not pay attention to the crimes he's committed by simply, um, you know, hey, I'm great for healthcare, you know, now you're going to get to know how much everything costs. Even though you still can't afford to get the care, <laughs> see, Bri- I'm good for you. Brian uh, put yeah. something in the uh, put a theory in the Facebook live chat, but no, Brian, oh, it couldn't, it couldn't possibly be that. No, no. Oh, what idiocy did Brian come up oh, with? Oh no, he's a, he's got. I don't even want to say it. It's a wild theory that he. What put, do you think, Mike? That he he put no? in the uh, Facebook live chat. Just ah, good, good. I'm trying to look my my from your angle. Yeah, I'm trying to read from my angle, and I can't even read it. So, right. oh, oh, you're at a you're at a visual disadvantage there, buddy. Yeah. Is there something about this Barack Obama though that just about about him that seemed different to you uh, compared to what uh, like a traditional president would be that would, oh, would you know, probably other, other ones, upset you know. the uh, Christian evangelicals? Nothing no. comes to mind. No, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, he's got kind of a funny last name. Maybe it's that. I don't know, but. Oh, Brian, <laughs> I don't think it's I don't think it's what you said. Ah, it couldn't be. Oh, my goodness. So cynical. Anyway, well, I'm glad we didn't have that thousand years of darkness. That's all no, I can say. No, what did Brian say? You have to say. <coughs> he said he's a man of color. It couldn't uh, be that. No, 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 no. It couldn't be that. No, 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 it couldn't no, be, no, no, it couldn't be, be that. that. No. Couldn't be that. Couldn't no, be that. No, no couldn't be that. No, no, couldn't no, 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 no. Couldn't be that. Nope, 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 nope. But uh, I, I yep, 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 but yep, yep. before we move on, I, I am uh, <laughs> I am curious to hear what Sam Rohrer had to say. There's audio here of uh, about uh, the uh, what's going to happen if we don't reelect Trump and how God is going to uh, uh, kill all of us, uh, which would have to be, by the way, he would have to kind of resort to Old Testament God. Right. I already got told I'm getting killed anyway. What do you mean? Oh, years ago. Remember, I told you that story about the lady who told me I was the Christ killer. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, they exist, people. They yeah. still exist in oh, this world. Oh, yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's uh, give a, a, a listen to this. It's a short clip, but uh, I am concerned. I'm, I might have to rethink my vote for Vermin. As you look ahead to this 2020 election, what, what is at stake for this nation? Uh, Jim, I think really what's at stake is, uh, it, it depends how you look at it, one, it could really, in fact, be will religious freedom. Will civil freedom, as we have come to enjoy it in this nation, will that look like it does now? Will that remain? And then, but I'm going to go underneath of that even further, uh, because I'm going to say, will God's blessing that has been on this nation, will it turn to final judgment upon this nation for what we have been doing? Mm. And it's my concern, Jim, that... If we prayed for what we actually deserved, hmm. we 
we wouldn't be sitting here right now. I am praying for the mercy of God upon this nation, but it's got to be led by God's people. So it really, it's, it's our freedom, it's our ability to raise our families as we have done it in the fear of God. No. It's the ability to live under a representative republic, a constitutional representative republic founded upon a Judeo-Christian biblical worldview that seems to be hanging by threat. I think all of those things are right now hanging and are at risk. Wow. <laughs> well, that's why we have to... That's why we have to pray. Matter. You all right? I am. Yes. Yes. Well, I was saying no because he said that God's people have to lead it. So I'm supposed to be one of those. So I'll say no. Oh, okay. Nay. Not happening. Get it. No. No. <laughs> now, Michael is not a religious man, but I'm I'm concerned for his uh, salvation. I'm afraid he's going to end up in hell with uh, Scumpy. Pretty sure Scumpy's an atheist. Have you not known the Lord, there, boy? I I have. <laughs> I have been to church before, but uh, I don't. I don't want to implicate myself right now, but it's like, I used to go when I was a child, but now, not really, unless I have to, I go there for a specific reason. Do you find it, uh, boring? No. No. No? Oh, that's, all right. What is it? uh, You think the sky's going to open up and just rapture people one day? Certain people... That's Only exciting. certain people they, will suddenly just dissolve. They make books and movies about that. Just Bri- leaving a puddle of clothing behind. Everybody gets raptured naked. Brian says, uh, underneath of that even further, you mean like deeper? Because Sam Rohr in that clip, he said something about, I, I want to go underneath that, which was a uh, very awkward uh, syntax. But uh, we got to get our food buckets. Oh, yes. We're going to have to get our Jim Baker uh, food buckets if... Uh, if Trump loses, because that will, in fact, be the end times. Says every generation. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just can't do it anymore. I just can't. Can't do what? Oh, deal with the idiocy. Are you worried about the end times? No. Okay. <laughs> why not? <laughs> it could be today. That's why Gary Yippee. tells... That's why Gary tells his grandchildren, eat dessert first, because uh, you, kn- you don't know when Jesus is coming. That's a bad thing to tell your children. You should tell them to eat the good food first, and you save dessert for last when you finish. No, he tells their, uh, he tells their grandchildren. That's, 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 that's just you know undermining the parental authority, and it's, it shouldn't occur. I think you're so skeptical of everything. I think we need... I'm, I'm concerned about your salvation. I think we need more well, music. I do not you touch my salvation. Here, I, I think this will help. This this will help to inspire you. Mark Broder, who also wrote Calvary Hill from oh, Blueberry. Yeah. yeah, Mark actually helped me with the line. Mm. Uh, this is uh, from uh, uh, the Jim Baker show. Oh, that's so great. So call right now and let's get some Salbuk into your system. It doesn't yeah. lower your cholesterol on the shelf. If you've got it at home, start using it every day. Every day. Come on, people, and get the junk 
de-junk your house. Are you hearing me at all? Oh, yeah. De-junk your house. I all. Wow. <laughs> I love summertime. I've got burgers oh, made please. of beans. They're never fried. Oh, my God. They made a song for it? Mm-hmm. Saba chips and salsa to keep me warm way deep inside. Yes, you'd say, Jim and Lori, help me be prepared today <laughs> for end times. Uh, I'm talking about end times. Oh, I've got powdered food <laughs> for a stormy day. Beets and spinach and blueberry and strawberries. <laughs> Filtered water from Seychelles to take the poisons away. I like that too much. I guess you'd say, Jim and Lori, help me be prepared today for end times. All oh, these end times, end times. Stay tuned for more information on the album release. Great! There you go. See? <laughs> now, does that help? Do you feel better about the end times now? I feel nauseous. <laughs> Why? Oh, after hearing about all that, that delicious powdered food? Yeah, I got one question for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, is aren't it about the, the end same, times? Yeah, aren't these the people that are supposed to be raptured? Right. So what well, the heck do they need the food for? Well, that's what I always say. That's, Why do I need a bean burger? That's that's what I don't understand about the uh, about the whole uh, Jim Baker's uh, stand alive food buckets is it, 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 they're they're marketing them to the, the these people who are in theory going to be raptured. So why do they need the food buckets? It's the people who aren't going to buy the food buckets who are the ones who are actually going to need them. All the heathens and non-believers and, you know, rational people. So does people. that mean the Jehovah's Witnesses have it right then? Why? Because th they only believe in a certain number of people are going to go. Oh. Even within their own ranks. Being one isn't enough. You have only a certain amount of them are going to get to go. Yeah, like 10,000 or something no, like that. No, I think it's... The, the number 144 is in my mind. Like, I think it's 144,000 is that's, the number. That's not, that's not a lot. But is that the JWs or is that the Mormons who say that? JWs. All right. Because don't the Mormons have a specific number, too? Uh, that I'm not sure about. Do you know, uh, Michael, you're a resident theologian. The Mormons, do they have a number? I have no idea. Okay. All right. The Catholics have a number? No. Do they, even, do they do the rapture thing, Catholics? or Because you've got purgatory, so I'm a little confused on that one, too. Well, Catholics do the, uh, yeah, Catholics do purgatory. Actually, Brian mentioned that in the Facebook live chat. He says uh, for purgatory, they will need supplies. Yeah, because I was raised Catholic. and oh, so, so Earth is purgatory. No, no, no. Earth isn't. That's what Brian said. No, no, no. Purgatory is between Earth and heaven. So on your way to heaven, you stop in purgatory. Purgatory, it's like a temporary hell. It's like a rest, rest stop at the, on the, on the highway of, yeah. to heaven. Yeah. You, <laughs> you, uh, you burn off your sins. Yeah, you burn off your sins in purgatory. And then you get to go to heaven. You, get, you can't just go straight to heaven. Well, I mean, Donald John Trump, of course, will go straight to heaven, obviously. But well, yeah, uh, he's going to be catnized. He'll you know? be on a. He'll, on, he'll be he'll be a saint before he, long. He'll you know? be on a golden uh, escalator to heaven. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
people are going to be going there to get like anointed through his holy water? Brian says it's a uh, way station. Oh. It's a way station on your way to heaven. Okay. So like if you're overweight, you don't get through. <laughs> yes. Brian says we made his uh, weekend. Yes. Yeah. I'm so glad. Yes. So it's all, well, oh you know, we gosh. need to laugh because we live in such terrifying times because if it is the end times, I mean, my goodness. I mean, I have things to do. I don't have I time for Armageddon. I wish people spent as much energy living as they do trying to talk about dying. I mean, I really do. Can you imagine all the good things we could have in the world? You know, like, we could end homelessness and everything. Oh, big deal. What about heaven? Heaven's going to be great. It's going to be heaven. No, heaven's a place on earth. Well, according to Belinda Carlisle, yes. <laughs> but, uh, what do you think, Mikey? I have no opinion. You're going to feel like you're in heaven when you're at Flashdance the Musical. Yes, oh. I will. Yes, oh. yes, I will. What a feeling. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. He'll, he's going to be like a maniac. Yes. Yeah. See what I did there? Yeah. He's never seen the movie. Oh. Oh. Just You'll you'll get that one later. It, yeah. It'll, it'll work for you later. Yeah. Trust I, me. I actually haven't seen the movie either. It never appealed really? to me. Really? Yeah. I've never, I've never seen Flashdance. Yeah. Why do I want to? It's yeah, but you're Flash. that weird... Corn. You're the end of the bread weird guy. What? I'm the end of the yeah, bread weird? Yeah, you're like the weird? heel of the white bread. You are the weird white guy. I'm the weird white guy? Yeah. Even you call yourself that. You're always telling people you have vanilla. Well, that's something different. <laughs> that's something very different. But that's a discussion for the other show. That's for Matt Connerton Unsheathed. Oh, wah. Yeah. And I'm legally prohibited from telling you how to find it. But it's not carried here on WMNH, that's for sure. But you can hear the best of Matt Connerton Unleashed every Saturday from 9 to 11 a.m. here on WMNH. Yeah, I know. That's really cool. I very, like those. Uh, very exciting. Yes, yes. Uh, Brian says, uh, Brian says I should go with you, Michael Martineau, to flash dance. I don't Do know. it. I just, I, it's never, I don't know. I'm not a, plus I'm not really a musical guy. But I am, uh, but. Uh, you should. Why can't you have appreciation for the musical art? I thought you did. Maybe I'll go to uh, uh, see uh, JoJo and get slimed at the snoo arena. JoJo? Yeah. Who is it? Who'd you say is playing? Let me look it up. Oh. Oh, you upset him. Did you see that? You upset him. No, he's... he's, he's... You're asking him challenging questions and you upset him. Yeah, but he... He didn't need to get up and have to look something up, but you're making him work. But he... Well, he works he's, at... He's supposed to have a day off and you're making him work. He works at the Snoo Arena, so it's it's important to... Uh, it's important that he knows because he's, you know, he's got to promote this uh, Seriously, show. he does not have to know the entire schedule. Oh, I didn't say that. But... Yes, you did. You basically uh, find it. I, I, I try to keep the... Entire schedule as best I can. Yes. Well, well, hats off to you. I appreciate what you do, even though Maddie doesn't. He just gripes. No, that's not. Uh, that's not fair. How dare you? Life isn't fair. Get over it. I wonder if. Uh, I wonder if I can find it first. Hey. Oh, you know what? What? There was another. Oh. Oh, I don't know if that's. I was gonna play another Kevin Shorey song, but uh, I don't. I don't think it's probably not. Fun. It looks like it's a legit song called "He Was There All the Time," so that's probably not fun. It's probably some gospel song. Did you find it, Michael? Yeah, it's called um, the vent title is called Nickelodeon's JoJo Siwa S I W A 
D R E A M the tour. Oh no, kidding! So that's that stuff where they like throw green slimy stuff at you, or something. Oh, oh, hopefully, it it this this JoJo Siwa Dream. Yeah, or Dream the tour is the actual tour name, but oh, oh wow, she looks like she's uh, eight years old. She's actually sixteen. I was uh, I was gonna say because I've never heard her. Maybe I'll play a song. So this is uh, here. Let's uh, sample her music and then we'll decide if we hate it. Um, so I guess this is the uh, the big single. This is Dream. I'm good. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Not my cup of tea, but good for others. Right. Good for others. I'd I'm imagine a- given her age and stuff, that's that, that she's probably got a younger audience yeah. that, that yeah. enjoys her quite thoroughly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm guessing also, there's uh, no sliming involved in this one then. I've also heard there's going to be sliming at Flashdance the musical. I, I know there is a water scene, so. Yeah. And there's going to be some slime in there too. So what of you're going to want to do? Of course, it's a water scene. The water scene was was a very important part of the movie. Right. Well, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. But uh, and I do understand too that uh, during the intermission, uh, Gallagher comes out and smashes watermelons. So, Michael, you're going to want to wear something to protect you. I'm in one of the boxes, so I'm good. One of the boxes. So, have you ever been in the power speeder? Not for a long time. I have, but not for a long time. Have you? Yes. So basically, you got the seats on the floor, then you got the balcony, and then on the two sides, there's um, the two boxes. There's ten seats in each. So I'm on the I'm on the I'm on the left side in the front. Very cool. Yeah. Brian is asking, can he still lift the hammer? Oh, Gallagher. He's probably up there, right? Did you know there's more than one Gallagher? There is not. No, there really is. But there's only one true Gallagher. Right. But he has a brother who looks just like him. I don't think they're twins. I think his brother is either older or younger. But they look so much alike. Gallagher basically franchised out the act. That's cool. To his brother. Well, I like that. It is, if you don't mind, that you might be getting a faux Gallagher. As long as they are upfront about it, I don't have a problem. I don't think they are. Well, I mean... Be up front of it. Because it's just Gallagher. Front. It's not like... No, but they're not it's up in the front blood. about it. It's in the blood. I'm okay with that. Yeah. If it's up front. Yeah, I don't know. Don't I guess. Me. I guess. Well, you're awfully picky today. I don't know. I you don't... just you, Did you wake up on the wrong side of the bed or something? I just don't know how I'd feel did about somebody that. somebody pee in your Cheerio bowl? Like, on the one hand, as the uh, watermelon and, and uh, whatever else is flying at me, uh, in the audience, I probably wouldn't care. But then if somebody said after the show, by the way, did you know that was actually Gallagher's brother? Uh, I might feel a little, uh, I don't know. I'd be a little disappointed. If I knew ahead of time and bought the ticket knowingly, I would not. You bought a ticket for faux Gallagher? If I did, oh. knowingly, I would not be upset. 
Right. What part of that? Well, Seriously. if you did knowingly, yes. Will you clean the crap out of your ears? But why would you? Ooh. I'm not cleaning anything out of Why my ears. Why would I? Because I might enjoy the show. When I was a kid. I'm not as much of a cynic as you. When I was a kid, my stepmother would clean my ears with a Q-tip and she would dig and scrape and it was very uncomfortable. So now I don't clean my ears ever. Is that Ew. bad? That's that's gross. Yeah, man. I got a lot of earwax. You should always clean your body. Like I can't even stick. All of your body. I honestly, I can't even stick my fingers in my ears because there's so much earwax. That's disgusting. Yeah, I have candles. That is not information that I need to freaking know. And I actually have wicks. Like Whatever out of my you ears. do in the privacy of your own home is your deal, buddy. So that way, if there's Mm-mm. ever a power outage, I can just light my ears. We can use your head for a lighting source? Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, basically. That's what you got between your ears. Yeah, I mean, my head, my head will get really you hot. Have wax between your ears. Uh, well, not between my ears, All in my ears. Then. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's very practical. Ryan says oh he wouldn't gosh. go either. He also would not go see Faux Gallagher. He probably wouldn't want to see the inside of your ears either. I don't know if I'd even want to see the real Gallagher. What's going on over there, Michael? It's pandemonium here in the studio. Oh, he's plugging his phone in. Sometimes EZG gets up uh, during the show to go to the bathroom, and then we don't see him again for 20 minutes. You actually keep track of other people's bathroom movements? Yep. Now, now Michael. Now Michael's going to the bathroom, but uh, he is much more efficient. He'll probably be back in 10 minutes. You seriously time people's bathroom trips. But you EZG, have nothing better to do with your time than to time people's bathroom trips. Easy G's. you like be putting a show together? Usually or about 22, 23 minutes. Dude, you have an unusual and unhealthy fascination with the bathroom habits of others. And when Easy G comes back. Does management know that you're doing this? Yes. When Easy G comes back, the bathroom key is very often. Are they using that wet. to dock people's pay? It's wet. So Ew. you don't want to go to the bathroom after. And that's true, by the way. I'm not saying that to be funny. I had to ask him once. I said, easy, G. I noticed the lanyard is wet. And uh, apparently what happens is he's holding it in his hand while he washes his hands. Uh, you thought I was going to say something else. No, he's holding it while he's washing I his hands. I was scared to know where the heck you so were going he with that one. So he has water on it. It's just water. It's fine. You've already nauseated me enough today. I don't need you to do any more damage. I, I no, what? What's nauseating? What, what, where do I start the list? Was oh, about, where do I count the ways that you my, are nauseating my, there, Maddie? Is it about my ears? Well, that it's, could be one. It's because yeah. I've never seen Flashdance. I understand. No, that's not so nauseating, actually. No. All right. You look cute in lake warmers. That could be funny. Well, I, I don't. Uh, I don't know about that. Little sweatbands, little leg warmers. I don't know about that. I don't. I won't even wear a scarf. You think I'm going to wear uh, leg warmers? The leg warmers will go on your legs. The scarf goes around your neck. Oh, hello to uh, yes, she- I do. Shelly Greenglass uh, joins us online. Hello, uh, Shelly. I haven't seen her in a very long time, but uh, way back when I was Norm's co-host on Norman Friends, uh, Shelly would come on occasionally. She used to work at the Manchester Animal Shelter. So, Michael is back. See, see how much more efficient he is I saw than Easy G. Something earlier that uh, I, one of the New Hampshire shelters, if not some of, if not all of them, are, are trying to get people to donate things right now. I think, yeah, to help out with the animals. Mm. You know, like blankets and yeah, they're, they're always in the they're need. They're always near, yeah, yeah, yep. they need food, blankets, just typical, typical stuff. But it's a lot of money. And you should, uh, and you should go to a shelter if you're going to uh, adopt an animal. Don't go to a pet store. Yeah, I'm a 
big fan of going to shelters. I've had a number of shelter animals yeah. over my life, the course of my lifetime. Yes. Actually, yes. the two cats that you have now are, are rescues. Yes. So, yeah. Rescue an animal is always good, but don't do it unless you're sure you're going to be in for the long haul. I don't like it when people do that at Christmas or Hanukkah, you know, the holiday time. Like, oh, we're going to get... And then as soon as the animal grows up a little bit, they no longer want to take the time to care for it anymore. So make sure you're really going to be in for the long haul. Yep. Right. Otherwise, just donate. You can help animals that way. You don't have... You know? Yeah. Can adopt and donate. Come on down to the Hop Knot at 1000 Elm Street, Manchester's premier craft beer and gourmet pretzel bar. Tell us more, Trudy. We make our dough fresh every day. We make a variety of styles of pretzels and serve craft beer, cocktails, and a few bottles of wine. We do the traditional pretzel, and we have multiple flavors for that. We also do stuffed pretzels, pretzel sandwiches, free dessert pretzels, and pretzel knots. The Hop Knot in the Brady Sullivan Plaza at 1000 Elm Street. The Hill is uh, the Hill dot com is saying that a divided Supreme Court leans toward allowing Trump to end DACA. It does look grim. You know what? Where, Speaking where did of the which, let him, this pencil go. Well, I don't know. You need to turn, put some. Uh, you turn sixty, and then suddenly, you know, you need to put some lead in that pencil. I guess. Um, uh, Cold weather, huh, Matt? I was listening yesterday to what uh, you weren't on yesterday. I was not. They had Casey Kasem on. Yes, I was rather uh, As, surprised, and I thought you'd gotten yourself suspended no. until I realized somebody sent me a message. Thank you for your service, and I realized it was Veterans Day. Oh, you actually forgot it was Veterans Day, and you're a veteran. Wow. Why would I remember? I don't know. I can't remember much. Right, no, I suppose. No, uh. Um, I don't want to remember much. Yesterday, I because uh, what I do, you know, I'm a radio guy, and you uh, are. I, I like to, uh, if I'm driving around, I like to hit scan on the dial, see what I land on, and I happen to land on um, uh, American and the just because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Cause it's morning, and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. At Kroger, we believe local produce shouldn't be hard to find. That's why we work with local farms right in our own backyard to bring the fresh produce you love to our stores. From homegrown watermelon that makes your mouth water to crisp corn picked right around the corner. Come pick out some yourself, because shopping for local produce should be as easy as shopping at your local Kroger. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You, you mentioning a... Casey Stengel? No, but you mentioning a certain individual reminded me of this. I happen to land on American Family Radio... Which is, well, of course, it was not him. Run uh, by, right. Flowerpot right, on his right. double. That's long gone, but... Uh, American Family Radio run by, of course, uh, Focus on the Family, which I personally do regard as a hate group. As does but, the Southern Christian, what is it called? Oh, the Southern Poverty Law Poverty Center. Poverty Law yeah. Center, right. But, uh, you know, because of the things they say about gay people and immigrants and so forth. However, this this surprised me and it heartened me a little bit. There's some guy on there who, um, and I recognized his voice, but I couldn't quite place his name. Was it Dave? Who said... About DACA. They were talking about DACA. And he said, and I don't think it was Brian Fisher who said this, because he's like the most famous guy there. I think it was some other guy. 
But he actually said, and he prefaced his comments by saying, I know a lot of the, uh, I know a lot of our audience doesn't want to hear this, but he said that he feels that regardless of how DACA came into law, that it is not fair to these people, these people who were brought here as children who, who know of no other country who, who are faced with being sent back to some place that they don't even know that they've never spent any time in that they can actually remember. He said to take these people who are brought here as children through no fault or volition of them own of their own and send them back to their quote unquote home country. He thinks it's immoral and he does not immoral 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 not immoral. He said immoral have something to do with you know the electronic world we live in. Immoral. Uh, oh, I see what you did there. And he does not think it is something that Christ would approve of. Christ being somebody that didn't know about the online world, Matt. Right, Or yes. the printing press. Although he should have known. He or should have been able to the, see the future, right? As the Alpha Omega, he should have anticipated the internal combustion engine. He should have. And, uh, you know, licensed radio preachers. Right, well. They are indeed licensed. Well, these are theological debates that continue today, but the point is. Did Christ anticipate Billy Graham's son? Yes. It's he, in, of, course he did. of course he did. But, uh. I was um, I was glad to hear someone like because these are the last people I would hear say something like that. And he said it at the end of whatever the show was. So no one had a chance to rebut him. But I was just glad to hear that. I was glad to hear this guy who sounded like an old guy, like an old conservative, actually say, I don't think it's OK to send these people back. Well, Matt, low wages is part of Christ's plan. You could see that in the 700 Club, PTL. Mm who were are adamantly against minimum wage laws because, you know, they create unemployment. Right. And which is against God's plan. Right. Well, the most important thing I think we all need to remember is that uh, uh, Christ was uh, very much in favor of uh, lowering the capital gains uh, tax. And getting rid of the death tax. Clearly. The state yes, tax. Yes. In fact, Christ has moved to Florida, uh, the latest. I didn't know uh, that. Wow. Case. You know, the millennium might be coming, and I guess uh, even uh, he technically he's eternal, but didn't, God, uh, didn't his father come before him? Yeah, yeah, I think, so I think you're right. Ostensibly, yeah. he could end before him, and there could be some real tax issues, Matt. Oh, well. Think of the billions or trillions of dollars he's got, you know, hiding in some Swiss bank account he's or in Liechtenstein. Isn't he tax-exempt? I mean, he's got, like, churches and stuff not in every that's just the united states oh okay oh right other countries oh you're talking about white jesus i'm sorry i'm talking about anglo-saxon jesus well yeah the jesus right you're right the the one true jesus yes of course anglo-celtic you want to yes quibble um i thought this was funny this is from lawandcrime.com you know i'm fascinated by the conways i were the Conways. i want them to have a reality show I'm related to the Conways, but Are I don't you? think they're done in Washington. They're definitely oh. in New Hampshire. That's well, a common name. Uh, the, Amongst Ke- Irish people, it is. Kellyanne Conway, whom you might be familiar with. Uh, oh, that to the president. And, uh, and George Conway. Is he the gay guy? No, you're thinking of Marcus Bachman, Michelle Bachman's uh, husband. You always confuse the issues, Matt. I don't think I confuse the issues. You can blur all these personalities together. I'm going to... Because you're not... 
Well, you are bound to Christ now after the great binding. Clearly, we had a week of binding, and I'll quote the uh, great uh, Nikki Haley, with all due respect, I don't get confused. Have you loosened up some of the bindings around your crotch? Well, we can't talk about that. That's for Matt Connerton Unsheathed. That's a very different show. But uh, George Conway, uh, Kellyanne's long-suffering husband and never-Trumper, tweeted out that he mourns uh, seeing someone sacrifice her integrity like this for Trump. Meaning like his wife? Well, he wasn't, uh, he apparently wasn't actually talking about Kellyanne. He was talking about Nikki Haley. But uh, Who would be was ma- he really talking about Nikki Haley? Hmm. I've interviewed Nikki Haley. She's taller than I am. But, you know, that's not unusual. Correct. Right. That's why I had to purchase a Unipol. A uh, Unipol? Oh. oh, it's Kelly Ayotte <laughs> at the uh, force the issue. Right. Well, oh my goodness, yes. And she's also taller than you, of course. Oh, more taller than uh, Ms. Haley, Governor yeah. Haley. When I yes. Uh, uh, now, uh, I like Nikki Haley. I don't agree with I her like, on uh, things. Oh, she's conservative. Uh, uh, yes, I do have a crush on Kelly Ayotte. I admit it. Mm, yeah. I've never hidden it. Do you have a crush on Nikki Haley? No. Oh, I was going to say, are you the one she had the affair with? Isn't she get in trouble for having an affair? Oh, Kelly. Classy French-Canadian gal. Mm. Good girl. Why isn't she uh, mm. back in politics? Do, I do you think, think she should run for the Senate. She's like an interviewer. She's waiting for Trump to blow over? Because she was kind of a never-Trumper. She's probably making far more money. Oh, I'm sure. Whatever she's doing than the 197000 or whatever that the senator gets. You know, not counting bribes. Right. And, you know, How dare you? jobs they give to your husband. Are you impugning the integrity of our, uh, our of politicians? Our senators. Mm. Yeah. yeah, you know, when you really need to touch somebody, even like a judge, you go to, you go to their family members. Mm. Yeah. That's where you pressure, put the pressure on. Man, you make it sound like a, like a mafia thing or something. Well, it's just the way things are done, man. No, it's, uh, it's when did they flip you? All about influence. Tell me. Don't lie. You should put your headphones on so you can hear when I play a uh, drop. Yeah, you always like drop. Who's drop? That's what you call it in radio. That's what you. Uh... Mike Connors of Mannix. His nickname was Touch Connors because you know, this being made ain't working out the way I thought it would. A lot of responsibilities. Touch Connors. Wow. He was a, an outstanding football player. It was either at USC or UCLA. Probably USC. Okay. University of Southern California. Thank you. Yeah. You know what UCLA means? Yeah. University of, Cal- of California, Los Angeles. Right. Which is, you know, what's their team called? I don't know. I'm not a sports guy. Why would I know? I mean, I'm learning. Because I listen to Scott Farrell, Farrell on the bench. You do? Yeah, I've told you that, haven't I? You only listen to him because of... uh, I just like his voice and his personality, yeah. And he's got kind of a shock jock vibe. And uh, Kyle Heavey does a phenomenal impression of him. You never listened to sports radio before? They're crazier than any Christian radio or any uh, political radio. They're nuts. They're Mm. the worst. Mm. Oh, how they pile on people and B-I-T-C... Right? It's unbelievable. You've never listened to the Boston sports people? Oh, a little bit. They're horrible. I mean, I've heard some of that. They're yeah. fiends. Yeah. Then they go on and, you know, become Bill Riley. Yes, yes. <laughs> or Bill O'Reilly, right? So what was it Bill your... Riley or Bill O'Reilly? Bill O'Reilly. Oh, that great author of, you know, or... uh, killing whoever or 
Oh, yeah, he has a whole killing series. Killing yeah. Jesus, killing Lincoln. Do you want me to find out who Kennedy. wrote them? I'll send the message down to New York. Who really wrote them? You don't think Bill O'Reilly wrote them? He never got near, near, doesn't even get near a word processor. How do you know that? How dare you? Are you impugning the good name of Bill O'Reilly? That's how books are made, manufactured, Matt. Oh. Did yeah. you approach him with a loofah and he rebuffed you? What's a loofah? Never mind. It's a sponge. Oh, John C. Holmes and all that. Did, uh, so what was your impression of Nikki Haley when you interviewed her? Because I like Nikki Haley. I like Nikki Haley. Yeah. She's a very respectable person, moderate Republican. <laughs> Yeah, and and tough. Like she's she wasn't letting the boys club push no, her around. Nobody could anticipate what was coming. What do you mean? Insanity. Oh, you mean Trump? No, Antichrist. Oh, the Antichrist. Who's the Antichrist? You just said the name Trump. You're saying Antichrist. Trump is the Antichrist? Oh, okay. I'm not saying it's the uh, Christian. Well, I'm not saying it either. Embraced him as Antichrist. Oh, right. He has a great utility. To- Great value in bringing about the apocalypse and the second coming. Well, it is exciting. It, it, it is in a way, and it isn't. Yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be exciting bad. if I was like 75 and only had like five years left. Right. I but mean, uh, he wants to go through like the next 20 years of your life and, uh, you know, the revelations of St. John. You don't have your uh, Jim Baker's uh, food buckets? No, I don't. I'm on a diet. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got plenty. Plenty of fat stored for the uh, end of times. Well, good. No, it's the end of days. That was the end of times. Well, it's the end times, end of days. It's not the end of times. It's only the end times. But it's the end of days. It's the end of days. That's the end of times. And then we start again. Well, no, it's the end of time. It's not the end of times. It's the end of days. But it's the end times. How it's the end of day and the beginning of times? The beginning of times? Where have all the good times gone? Well, I will match your ancient Greek and Aramaic uh, to mine, which is non-existent. Would you would you agree with that? I would agree with that. So which we don't part? even know really what we're talking about if you come down to it. But you have a radio show. So you can say basically what we want within the FCC constraints. See, here's the uh, here's the song. Days, D A Z E. I, I came love up it when with you the get inspired. Idea. I came up with the idea with all the products, and I love the song "My Girl." Actually, I got to give a shout out to our bass player Mark Broder, who also wrote "Calvary Hill" from oh, Blueberry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mark actually helped me with the line, mm. uh, line or two here. So, so Mark and I put this together for today. Oh, that's so great! So, okay. call right now and let's get this. The, this song will help you understand. I think I don't want to listen to it. No, it's good. You'll like it on the shelf. If you got it at home, start using it every day. Every day, come on, people, and get the junk, de-junk your house. Are you hearing me at all? Oh yeah. And get up and dance a little. Wow. God, <laughs> I love summertime. Those dollar tacos. I've I got had. burgers made of beans. They're never fried. Saba chips and salsa to keep me warm way deep inside. Oh yeah, I guess you'd say, Jim and Lori, help me be prepared today for end times. Uh, I'm talking about end times. Oh, I've got 
blueberry and strawberries Filtered water from Seychelles To take the poisons away I like that too much I guess you'd say Jim and Lori Help me be prepared today for end times All these end times, end times Now do you understand? What? Oh, he's making a Matt Covington uh, sticker. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Now, I still don't understand, though, with the food buckets. The very people who would buy these are the people who are going to be swept up in the rapture. So, oh, that's the the, can we have the Blondie song? The what? The Blondie song. It's the first song, uh, a mainstream song to use the word hip hop. Right. I don't think I don't think it's about the uh, rapture, though. It's not. I don't think so. Well, if you lived in New York around 1979, it did seem like there was the rapture had started there. Jeez, uh, what hell holes. Oh, my goodness. Well, well stop and frisk uh, took care of that, huh? <laughs> Needless, you know what? It actually did. Oh, no. Oh, man. I always thought I was going to get knifed or something when I lived there in the really? 83, 84 in the Lower East Side. Oh, my goodness. Well... There you go. There's some rapture for you. It has a uh, nice UFO, uh, you know. Uh, what would you call it? What do I call what? Well, it switches to the UFO uh, theme with a man from Mars who eats guitars. Oh, yeah. Then he goes out at night and he eats bars. It was her attempt, uh, and uh, I can't remember what her boyfriend's name was to, you know, do a rap. I remember Flab Five Freddy. This is what you were talking about? He's a DJ. And Flab. This is the first mainstream rap. Yeah. Rap was on top. Big. Label was Tommy Boy Records. My father like uh, he's a big car now. And you don't stop. You keep on eating cars. Then when there's no more cars, you go out at night and eat up bars where the people meet face to face, dance cheek to cheek. Hip hop's gonna one come to one, man to man, toe to toe. Don't move too slow, cause the man from Mars is through with cars. He's eating bars, yeah, wall to wall, door to door, hall to hall. He's gonna eat them all. Rap, jaw. Oh, this is the 45 version. These have versions of songs for fruit boxes. You'll be singing in the rain. Say, don't stop. Do punk rock. Wow. The there length was of a, of a 45 is 319 at one point. Oh, this is the six-minute version. It's re- yeah. a remaster. Then you go, yeah. Do, did you like... Cycle through uh, twice. Now, I opened the show today. I never really explained what I did. I opened the show with... Uh, Something from the new Kanye album, because Kanye is uh, has his own religion. He's all about... And, and no- he's not African-American. Did you know that? What? He's not black. He's Kanye. Oh, he's just Kanye. Yeah, I guess he issued that statement. Oh, well, that's exciting. No, I played I knew, this... I knew uh, who he was. I played this track, uh, Follow God, 
And then in the interest of being balanced, fair and balanced, I then played, uh, to counter that, I played Jesus Was a Democrat by Everclear. That's how I opened the show. Is Everclear that stuff that's uh, close to like 180 uh, proof uh, alcohol? I think so. That's uh, not very godly to uh, to drink that. Could be. You'd meet your god if you drank enough of it. Right. But I actually do like the Kanye. Like, I wasn't playing it to make fun of it. I actually do like it. I think it's pretty good. Did you hear the? Did you hear this song? No, and I don't care to, to be frank. It's short. He makes me remind. This guy reminds me of Louisa May Alcott's father, who was a religious nut. Really? In what way? Oh, he created Fruitlands, where you could you couldn't uh, use uh, the labor of animals or eat them or use any products of them. You could only eat. Eating fruit was the highest spiritual attainment. Needless to say, Fruitland went into the uh, proverbial. Er. You don't know about Louisa May Alcott, the author of Little Women. I know she was the author of Little Women, but and that's, Little Men. That's about all. She, she also, was a very interesting person. Oh, Mike Pelopita says hi, guys. Hello. So, do you think this is sincere? This whole Kanye thing? I care less. I'm not even listening to it. I'm actually thinking of uh, uh, A.A. Milne. It's a good track. Poo. poo. Winnie the Pooh. Vinnie Pooh, as they say in Russian. You're thinking about Winnie the Pooh? Oh, yeah. Mm. I asked Elizabeth Ropp if she thought Winnie the Pooh was real. And she asked me, what kind of question is that? And, of course, she failed the quiz. Oh. Do you believe that Vinnie Pooh is real? Uh, Vinnie Pooh? Vinnie Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. I don't know what you're talking about. You don't know Jack Kerouac. Uh, that would be uh, more for Rob Azevedo. He is a... Uh, and don't you know that... He is a uh, kerouac Don't you know that God is Pooh Bear? It's a famous Kerouac line. No, I, no, I didn't. I well, if he's going to uh, pretend he's God, I'll go with A.A. Milne and Pooh Bear. So, now, have you been following the trial of your bestie, uh, Roger Stone? You never read The Dial of Pooh? No, I never did. Or The Day of Piglet? You know what day is? Daoism. Character and all that. I never got into that. Daoism? I'm a very practical, pragmatic man, uh, John Hopwood. You are? I'm a practical pragmatist. I have no patience for this Taoism. You don't? Although I've... A billion I've... people might be Taoists. A billion. billion. That's wow. more than uh, go to Kanye's uh, services. Yeah, so far. Although he does got Brad Pitt, you know, who I guess is... Well, we don't have an entertainment reporter on your show, so we don't know what Brad no. Pitt is up to. I tried to poach him. Brad Pitt? No, uh, Easy G to be the uh, entertainment reporter on this show. Oh, Peter lowered the boom on that. I know. Yeah. He put the kibosh on that. He invoked the non-compete clause. Did you hear the phone call Peter got the other day from that mm. guy, Tom, who doesn't like him? No, I was... Uh, I've been busy the uh, since the last time I was on your show. Uh, Mark Smith is in the Facebook live chat. He's asking how late we're on. Uh, we are live until 6 p.m. Although we could keep broadcasting forever, technically, till we were thrown out. Forever? Forever came today. Um, are you worried you're going to get uh, sucked in uh, to this whole uh, trial, this whole uh, Roger Stone trial, uh, since you're his uh, best friend? I used to know him. He was an acquaintance. And I oh, you're so books. you're so modest and humble. Once, uh, I'm not going to talk about it. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. 
Hey, really? Uh, uh, uh-huh. Let's just say that once he got fixed up with uh, the a- Antichrist. Uh-huh. He didn't respond uh, much anymore. Mm, yes. Yeah. At least... Uh... I'm glad that I waffled on that one email. Mm. You know, when you're writers and stuff, you know all sorts of people and you talk to each other. Right. We all, all the journalists in town talk to each other. We, we know all sorts of things. doesn't mean we can publish them or anything. Right. Yeah. So you've exchanged some emails with Roger Stone that... Uh... <laughs> no, I, uh, no emails. Mm. Okay. No emails. Okay. It's a similar situation I had with Lavasser. No emails. I believe you. There's other ways you can communicate. You know, except for those emails you, you were, you that worked are probably 40, on a, you, uh, a server in Ukraine. You worked 48 years as uh, the sidekick of Norm. The yes. Queen City's favorite psychic. So you know how you can, t- you can well, you can communicate without email or he, with a telephone. So you've been communicating telepathically with Roger uh, Stone is what you're saying. No, no. But, yeah. you know, there's other, you know, Norm is very much into Native American culture. And I, I assume he taught you how to do the broken mirror and smoke signals. So you and uh, Roger Stone pass messages through Norm. So you've now implicated uh, Norm Moody uh, into all of this. How dare you? I think that you, from your bitterness of a norm throwing you out on your jacksy, which means ass in, yes. in English slang, uh-huh. are trying to implicate Norm, who is a firm supporter of the president. Yes, he is. He just, loves uh, him. Just sour grapes. I believe he is Norm's personal lord and savior. Norm had nothing to do with communicating with Roger Stone. Oh. Hmm. Sure, he didn't. Yeah, I was warned about him. You were war- warned about Norm. No, warned about Roger Stone. Oh, who anybody in the industry knows that Roger Stone. Well, I did watch the uh, documentary. Uh, Get me Roger Stone. I don't watch documentaries. Why not? I don't watch television because they're insipid. Mm. You, the only information worth having is through reading. And then you have to parse that. Mm-hmm. I was taught how to do that too. Yes, you were taught parsing. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Nothing is what it seems. Nothing is what it seems. It's interesting how uh, thinking about, well, you can go to uh, certain writers about uh, the intelligence community, the IC, how messages that had to be put across were put across by like the Soviet Union or Western governments. There were certain ways that a message would be presented so that you knew the seriousness of it. Mm-hmm. That was called Sovietology. Uh, Gary Hamer is saying, what BS from Hopwood? Well, we had some, oh, we, we had a, uh, a, a, a locking of horns on Friday. I was very tired. You and Gary Hamer had a locking of horns? Yes. yes. Oh, no. So he's uh, being uh, bitchy. Uh, Jenny has sent me a picture of Neil Young. Oh, that's interesting because uh, Gary Hamer's uh, wife, the Honorable uh, Heidi Hamer, likes Neil Young. Oh, and there's how, uh, much, how much she likes him. There's something else uh, attached to it. For some reason, it, it it first only the picture came through. Okay, this is uh, Neil used to play in this band out in Half Moon Bay. 
which is, you know, somewhere near Stanford. This is some breaking news. Well, maybe Jenny can be our entertainment reporter. This is some breaking news. Neil Young says his U.S. citizenship application is being held up because he uses marijuana. How could that? Neil Young. I thought he was. I thought he had become a U.S. citizen. I actually thought so too, but apparently not. I, I knew he was uh, Canadian, but uh, yeah, Neil Young wants to become a U.S. citizen and vote in the 2020 presidential election. But the excuse me, but I the, thought he became one a long time ago. I thought I, I'd always assumed, but the Canadian singer-songwriter says his citizenship application is being held up because he uses marijuana. Young said in a statement on his website, "Quote: When I recently applied for American citizenship, I passed the test." It was a conversation where I was asked many, excuse me, I was asked many questions. I answered them truthfully and passed. Recently, however, I've been told that I must do another test due to my use of marijuana and how some people who smoke it have exhibited a problem, unquote. Come on down to the Hop Knot at 1000 Elm Street, Manchester's premier craft beer and gourmet pretzel bar. Tell us more, Trudy. We make our dough fresh every day. We make a variety of styles of pretzels and serve craft beer, cocktails, and a few bottles of wine. We do the traditional pretzel, and we have multiple flavors for that. We also do stuffed pretzels, pretzel sandwiches, free dessert pretzels, and pretzel knots. The Hop Knot in the Brady Sullivan Plaza at 1000 Elm Street. I'm not alone. Uh, Michael Martino is here. How are you, sir? Doing good. I'm always relieved uh, when I see you because I worry, uh, you know, because of... Uh, I was thinking the other day about what happened with Scumpy and how he uh, tried to uh, turn you to a life of crime. And I, I'm, I'm always concerned that, uh, you know, you'll have disappeared because you'll be in prison. Hopefully that does not happen, but it, it it's worked out so far. So. You're too pretty for prison, Michael Martino. Yes, I am. I don't want you to end up in a cell with, uh, you know, a cellmate who uh, takes a liking to you, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I think that would be quite horrible. <laughs> yes, as you laugh nervously. Anyway, welcome, everybody. The number to call is 603-250-6007. 603-250-6007. You can text us at 617 617- Nine one seven four four seven six. You can tweet me at Matt Connerton, and you can email me Matt at ipmnation.com. Or you can uh, call my. Why do people call my cell phone when I'm on the air, when I'm doing a live show, and somebody's calling my cell phone? Why do you think that happens, Michael Martino? Uh, it's crazy. Yeah, crazy. But that's how it goes. Uh, let's see. We have some folks in the Facebook live chat. Jenny is in there. Hello, Jenny. First one in. Uh, let's see. Wayne Noel joins us. Hello, Wayne. Wayne says, good afternoon, Matt. Wayne is a uh, a top fan in the Facebook live chat. Uh, by the way, Wayne, I, I, did, I, I know that I owe you a phone call. I did see that I have a, a missed call from you. Uh, let's see. Uh, Tony Petrello also in the Facebook live chat. Tony says, hey, Matt. And hey, Michael. Uh, Brian Mackey all the way from Idaho also joins us. Um, Brian says, uh, joining for a bit happy Tuesday. Yes. Well, we'll see how happy it is. I mean, uh, you never know from, from one moment to the next, what could happen. There could be, uh, there could be happy things. There could be terrible calamities. One never knows. Do they, Michael? No, you don't. You have to with life moment by moment. It's like, uh, you know, you take the good, you take the bad, you take them both. And, uh, there you have the facts of life. Yes. The facts of life. Um, do you have to work today? Are you working at the farm? Yep. Yep. So it was too cold to walk down, so I took I took the bus down, so it was so 
didn't want to get there too early, so had some time to go. Yes, apparently uh, it's supposed to be like uh, 50 below zero or something soon in the middle of November. Oh, that's going to suck. Yeah, and it's supposed to be like 100 below with the wind chill. It's going to be terrible. Yeah. Uh, pretty sure it is, in fact, uh, the beginning of a new ice age, and we're all about to die. So, uh, sorry to be the bearer of bad news. We're all about to die, Michael Martineau. Oh, and I'm so young. <laughs> you are so, what are you, 25? Yep. Dead at 25 because of a new ice age. Wow. There's a country song uh, that says something about the sharp knife of a short life, but it's really more like uh, a sharp uh, glacier or something. Now, you know what's going to happen, though, Michael Martineau. All the climate change. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Studies show that people who can count to five without saying one or three can also enjoy the new 245 breakfast deal at Hardee's with made-from-scratch biscuits. Bite into this deal only at Hardee's. Feed your happy. Tax not included. Available for a limited time at participating Hardee's restaurants. Price and participation may vary. Change deniers are going to say, oh, I thought there was supposed to be global warming. How come it's so cold then? Because, you know, they think that uh, if it's cold, that means uh, the entire thing's a hoax. So, I'm sure... I, 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 in fact, I would, uh, you know, I, uh, I don't often subject myself to a, a program called Fox and Friends, uh, largely because I, I don't like that feeling. You know, when you, you ever like, uh, throw up in your mouth a little bit and then you have to swallow it back down and it burns your throat. I find that very uncomfortable, but I guarantee you without even having seen it, I guarantee you this morning, that's what they were saying. The, the, the three of them on uh, Fox and Friends, you know, you got, uh, Steve Douchey, uh, Brian Kilme and the token blonde who sits in the middle. I'm sure they were just sitting there going, oh, awfully cold out. I bet Al Gore feels pretty stupid right now. Am I right? I guarantee you that was the uh, that's how they opened uh, this morning's uh, Fox and Friends. And the 70-year-old conservative white males who uh, enjoy that program, I'm sure they were just, uh, uh, while not jumping for joy at uh, uh, hearing uh, the opening of the show, because they can't jump, they'll break a hip. But you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. Now. Michael yes, Marno. But uh, now, uh, that clip, by the way, that I played, oh, Wayne Noel says, uh, nah, global warming was put on hold. Well, I, I hope so. I'd like it to be put on hold because uh, I'm afraid we really are all going to die. Not from a new ice age, but uh, because uh, there's not going to be any water. Uh, that is, by the way, now, 20 years ago, I was reading about this, and I would share this with people, and they would say, they would look at me funny and I would be like, no, this is what's happening. This is what's going to happen. In the future, wars will be fought, not over oil so much, but over water because there won't be enough water. So I was kidding about the new Ice Age, but I'm not kidding about the water. Um, but uh, Michael Martino, I did play this. Uh, I don't know if this uh, caught your attention. <laughs> Oh, hello to the Honorable uh, Heidi Hamer who joins us. Now, Michael, do you know what that terrible uh, guttural sound is? No. Let me ask you this. Are you a fan of the band Journey? 
Yes. I am as well. Well, Jonathan Kane, the uh, keyboard player in Journey, uh, he is married to someone named Paula White. Now, Paula White is one of these televangelist types who preaches the uh, prosperity gospel. Because I don't know if you know this, uh, Michael Marno. I get the impression that you're not a, a particularly uh, religious man. Uh, but uh, uh, Paula White uh, and the, the prosperity gospel preachers, they, uh, they preach that uh, God wants us to be rich. There's this thing in the Bible. There's this one passage in the Bible where it says something about it being easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than a rich man to enter heaven. Meaning that, you know, if you have a lot of stuff, basically, and there's other people who don't have anything because they're poor, maybe you should share. I think that's kind of the idea. But the prosperity gospel uh, preachers kind of preach that, uh, no, 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 uh, you should take probably everything else in the Bible literally, especially the gay stuff, the anti-gay stuff. Very, very important to uh, uh, be anti-gay. But the, but the thing about, uh, you know, it being easier for a camel to pass through the avenue than a rich man to enter heaven. No, 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 don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. That's, that, that's, that's just silly. That's just metaphor. Everything else should be taken literally. But that's the one thing that, no, you don't have to take that too seriously. Don't even worry about that. That's what they preach. And that's what Paula White preaches. And she's one of Trump's faith advisors, which makes sense because Trump uh, purports to be a billionaire. So obviously Trump is especially godly. You know, God gave him all that money because uh, he's uh, so godly. So uh, so anyway, so that is Paula White, that little bit that I played. That is Paula White speaking in tongues, which, by the way, my favorite Talking Heads album. So uh, my question to you, Michael Martino, is uh, have you ever spoken in tongues? No. Do you feel like you're missing out? Again, I, I, I get the impression you're not a terribly religious man. I'm not either, but sometimes I wonder, like, I look at these folks, uh, you know, with their invisible man and whatnot, and it just looks like they're having more fun than I am. I mean, doesn't that look fun? Doesn't that, well, you didn't see the, the video of it, but uh, doesn't that sound fun, speaking in tongues? Harry Potter did it, so. There you go. Now, I've never seen Harry Potter, and the reason I haven't seen Harry Potter is I was raised in a good Catholic home, and I was uh, raised to believe that, uh, you know, magic is of the devil. But uh, let, you know, I, I want to. I have a challenge for you, uh, Michael. Not to put you on the spot, but I really want to. This is something I'd like to learn to do: is speaking in tongues. So I'm going to see. I'm going to see if I can do it. I, I want to listen to this one more time. I'm going to see if I can do it. And then if you if you're willing to try, who knows? Uh, you might have a, a hidden talent. Let's see. I'm not going to do that part because it'll hurt my throat. <laughs> So she's all like, uh, Makara, Saka, Mikasa, Sukasa, Yukasa, Kepasa, Kabasa, or something, I think is, is kind of like what she said. Does that sound convincing when I do it, Michael? Like, when I, when I say that stuff, do you just, uh, for a moment, feel like I've been uh, taken over by the spirit? You, you kind of do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good, good. Well, that's encouraging. All right. Do you want to try? No, here, I'm here, all set. Here, let me play it again. <laughs> You want to give that a whirl? Nope, I'm all set. All right, here. I, you know what? I, I I know what. You just you just need a, a confidence builder. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it again. Okay, ready? I'm gonna I'm gonna do it really well this time though. I'm gonna relax a little bit, and I'm gonna just let the because before now I know before when I did it it was really good, but that was like it could be even better because when I did it before. I was just kind of not taking it that seriously. I was just kind of being silly with it. I'm going to really do it this time, though. 
I'm going to just, I'm going to let the spirit just kind of move. Oh, no. Should I do this, though? What if I'm possessed by a demon? Oh. Now, that could be bad. Because in all seriousness right now, it's all fun and games. Like, I could sit here and be like, oh, I'm just going to let the spirit overtake me. But then what if I'm possessed by a demon and my head starts spinning around? What would you do, Michael? Like, you're sitting there, right? You're like, oh, I think I'll have a fun time. I'll go on the radio today and thinking everything's going to be fun and great. And then you're sitting there and all of a sudden my head starts spinning and like um, projectile vomiting and there's like (laughs) fire shooting out of my eyes. And I'm like, like, what would you even do? Would that be terrifying? I would get out of Dodge real quick. Yeah, you'd get out of Dodge all right. Boy, I'll tell you, that would be frightening. I'm almost afraid to do this. All right, well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to clasp uh, my hands together, right? Because that's like, uh, yes. Much like our, our president does, I'm sure. Because he's very he's deeply, he's a man of great faith. I don't know if you knew that, Michael Meyer. No, Donald John Trump is very a uh, man of very deep faith. And uh, all right, I'm just going to let... I'm just going to let the spirit, just just like I'm Paula White, it's going to, I'm going to imagine, I'm going to imagine, I'm going to actually imagine that I'm Paula White. I'm going to imagine that I am married to Jonathan Cain of Journey. Wait, no, no, no. I can't imagine that because that would mean, you know, and they, they don't go for that. Okay, so never mind. Then I'd have to go to one of those clinics where they, you know. They they fix you. They do the reparative therapy. No, no, no. And I'm not I'm not that way anyway. Not that I make any judgments. I mean, it's 2019. I say do what you want. Anyway, all right. So <clears throat> I'm just going to kind of let the... Uh, I'm still coughing. Can you believe it? I am so close to being over this cough. Okay. I'm just going to kind of let the... Whew, okay, here we go. Yo, mama, my mama, que pasta, have some pasta, ravioli. I don't know. You're just, you're just making me hungry. I'm about to go to work, so. That's the thing. You know what just happened, Michael? You know what just happened? Live on the air, instead of his spirit taking over, my stomach took over. <laughs> Which happens a lot, because it's my stomach's world, and you all just live in it, as I'm sure you're aware. Yep. Oh boy, I don't know if this—I don't know if this whole being taken over by the spirit thing is going to work out for me. <coughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Wayne says, uh, "Doesn't that happen all the time? Being taken over by the spirit or being possessed by demons?" Well, I am now, as we've uh, long established. I am pro-choice and pro-gay marriage, so we already know I am uh, damned to hell. Eternal damnation awaits me, Michael Martineau. What are you doing uh, for your uh, salvation, Michael, to save your soul? I know you're not a religious person, but surely, uh, like Easy G, Eric Agnon, he goes to church. I'm sure he's uh, talked to you about uh, about your soul. He has not. Oh, well, he's not doing a very good job then. I, I just try to stay on the good side of the law and volunteer, do my good deeds of the day and volunteer as much as I can. But does so. In other words, so you have to avoid Scumpy, is what you're saying, because Scumpy um, is a corrupting influence. N- now, what happened at the at the Davion? Uh, now, yeah, yes. After what happened at the Davion, he he he, you know, he encouraged you to lie. He uh, he was like the as I said before, he's like the serpent in the Garden of Eden. He uh, uh, convincing Eve to pluck the apple from the tree and and share it with Adam. And uh, and he plays that music, you know, those, those minor chords with uh, all that distortion and the drop D tunings. It's very, very evil. 
I mean, he plays he plays songs by Black Sabbath. Can you believe it? Can you believe that? My goodness. I wonder how scumpy is. I don't see him anymore. Do you think he, uh, oh, what would happen, right, if I were sitting in here and I said, okay, I'm going to let the spirit take over, but I were sitting here with scumpy and his corrupting influence, what do you think would happen then? Then I would definitely end up with my head spinning and uh, yeah. uh, it would be uh, terrifying. Have you seen The Exorcist, Michael Martineau? I have not. It's uh, it's a tough watch. I mean, it's a great film. It's considered a classic, but it's a, it, it's, you know, it's graphic. You know what I mean? Mm. You ever see anything like that happen at the farm when you're there? Like, you ever see anyone uh, possessed or uh, speaking in tongues or anything? No. Oh, wow. That's not a very exciting place to work. Now, how are things going there? Are things good? Things are going good. Um, just working when I can. So, like, I'm working tonight, and then our scheduled Tuesday, Thursday of this week, but... Apparently they didn't get my schedule, so it's like Thursday, Thursday night I'll be down at this new arena working. So oh yeah, and then tomorrow I got fun-filled after afternoon and evening. Gotta go, gotta go on Mr. Hopwood show at oh. three to four. Then I'll probably pop in here four to four forty-five before going to a Manchester Inkling event. Oh, very good. So you're going to be on John Hopwood's uh, television program? Y- yep. Very nice. Very nice. Um, Which I, I, I saw, I saw multiple, multiple, multiple of his political signs still when I was on my way here. He still has campaign signs up around the city? Yeah. Mm-mm. He's going to be in trouble. He has to take those down. Yeah, we got to get uh, maybe we need we need to get somebody to do it for him, like Easy G or something. What do you think he's maybe he's running again next election? <laughs> sure, you to file now. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. I don't know. Wow, he still has signs up. Yeah. Well, you should uh, bring that up uh, to him when you're on his uh, show. Yeah. Now you do realize, of course, when you're on his television program, he'll be doing most of the talking. Yeah, yes, I do know that. Yes, yes. Is anyone else going on with you or are you the only guest? As of right now, I I think I'm the I think I'm the only guest. Oh, very good. Very good. So that is uh people can watch that. We should give that a plug. Yeah. Of course, that's on uh, channel 23 here in Manchester uh Wednesday, so that's tomorrow. I keep forgetting today's Tuesday, not Monday because we had the holiday. Yeah. So that's tomorrow afternoon from 3 to 4 uh, on Channel 23. But people can also watch online at manchestertv.org. And it, uh, what's it called now? It's back to Ward 13, right? Yes. It's hard to keep track. He, yeah. he keeps changing the name of the show. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, what can you do? Oh, geez, I'm out of water already. I've been trying to drink. I'm so close to being over this cold. I'll tell you. What time do you have to work? I, I'm i going to leave here at 4.30 so I can clock in a little bit early. Oh, okay. And, um, yeah, so you have, a, you have a few minutes. What's uh, Now, you said, so you're working at the SNU Thursday. What's going on at the SNU? Uh, is it the SNU Arena or SNU yep. Center? It is SNU Arena. Okay. SNU Arena. It's a, what is this? It's a um, Circus Soleil Christmas type show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. And then on Thursday, they're announcing... Two two major 
events for the future, one that we already know of. Oh, okay. Excellent. And uh, we have a call. Let's grab this. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? It is the evil empire, Scumpy Lorenz. Jeff Scumpy Lorenz, is that really you? You sound very yes, different. Yes, the evil influence. Ah, yes. You play that uh, that satanic rock and roll music. That's what it is, man. Corrupting young minds like that of Michael Martineau. Well, I don't know what happened to Michael. I thought he was having a good time, man. Well, you know, I mean, you, know you, you let him down the primrose path that evening, and he got tossed out like a common hoodlum. Why did he get tossed out? Because, he, because so when when I initially got into the Davion that night, um, a guy approached me, probably one of the employees, said, "Are you a member or are you guest?" I'm like, "I'm a guest." And then he said, "Can you please have a member sign you?" And that's and I only only two person people I knew in that room were Lenny and yourself, so that's why I came up to you. To sign me in. And yeah, then, but I'm not a member either. I just thought that a guest just has to sign the book and put their member, member's number with them. As long as you're in the book, I thought it was okay. Mm. Uh, so, uh, so they always say when the band's playing, everybody's welcome. They just have to sign the book. Okay, apparently... I mean, my, I don't think my brother signed the book. Mm. Uh, okay, so... I don't, and, and, and the band, we never have to sign the book. Okay, so apparently that night I, I'm I'm not I'm not blaming on you, Scumpy. It's because I knew it was because I I thought it was everybody everybody's welcome. So so he so the so one of the guys there, not one of the members, probably one of the employees there said, um, "Can you please have a members members sign you in?" So I I thought you were so. It was a misunderstanding, and then whatever members, because you said, put the members' names down that was right above, and then it was back and forth between me and, me and probably one, one of the employees there, and then whoever I put down as the member was a lady who didn't know me, and that's why I was asked to leave. Oh, that's why. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, so, I should have just went and got one of my buddies that was a member. I, just, I didn't care. I just, you just got to sign the book. So and, you know, there's already numbers written down there. You figure you just take one of their numbers, write it down. Okay, good enough. So that's what I always a, did in all these members' clubs. So it was an honest misunderstanding. You weren't intentionally trying to corrupt Mr. Michael Martineau. No, I feel bad now because I don't want him to hang around one of them. I didn't get to talk to him after the set. I was concerned you were trying to lead him down the primrose path and that the next time I saw him... He was going to be wearing a black leather jacket and smoking a cigarette. Well, you know, he's going to do that anyways, but... Uh, oh, my goodness. Oh, no. No, I, I, I don't smoke, so... No, well, that's good, Michael. No, he, he doesn't have to smoke, but, you know, there's nothing... What's wrong with a black leather jacket? There's, there's nothing wrong. Well, you know, but if we see Michael Martin wearing a black leather jacket and smoking a cigarette, we're going to know that... Uh, next thing you know, he's going to be in a, in a street gang and... Uh, uh, dancing, uh, fighting uh, 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 an opposing gang or something like West Side Story. Can you imagine? Oh boy, he's a jet all the way. He's a jet. He's a jet. No, he's not a jet. That was Mamoose was a jet. <laughs> oh yes, well obviously. Well, how are... anyway, I'm sorry about that, Mikey. I didn't know. 
Yeah. Uh, we'll know better next time, that's for sure. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Yes, well. But yeah, I haven't been able to. This is one of the first days I got home before uh, 5 o'clock. I'm actually getting to listen to a little Matt Connaughton. I don't I don't hear the morning show anymore. I, I start work um, tomorrow. I'm starting at 445. Oh, wow. Early. Well, you're always. Uh, you're yeah, always... I work some. Uh, I've been putting in some hours, and it's some heavy work. It's some hard work. Yeah, you're. Uh, but do you like it? Do you like the new job? Well, you know, it, it's it can be difficult some stops, but the good thing about it is, it's with a guy my age, they give me more driving time than work time. So most wow. of my time is not delivering stuff. It's most of it's on the road. Oh, okay. But when I get to these stops, there's a lot of weight. Sometimes I gotta. Well, uh, what was it the other day? Twelve thousand pounds I had to deliver. That's uh, that's a lot. Twelve thousand pounds. It's a lot, but you know, you put you put about two hundred on a dolly at a time, two fifty, rolling around. Once you get used to the dolly, it's not so bad. Well, I bet with all that, I bet you're building uh, building some muscle. Well, that's what it is too. I'm probably going to get in some shape now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, will you be? Uh, do you feel that you'll be more muscular and buff than uh, Easy G? Who has the body of an Adonis? Oh, oh, well, Easy G, yeah. I mean, I think I got more muscles in my big toe than Easy G. But... Oh, boy. Oh. Nothing against Easy G. I like Easy G. You yeah, know that. Of but course. Of course. But... He's not, you know, but you're... he wears those tank tops. Yes, and you're building muscles uh, naturally through your job, whereas EZG, I, I, I think we can all agree. I'm doing that, a lot of lifting. I think we can all agree that EZG is, uh, shall we say, pharmaceutically enhanced. Yeah, I think so. Yes, I think so, too. I think he might be on the juice. <laughs> yes, uh, well, uh, that's uh, we, we should be careful about spreading rumors, but uh, some things are obvious. I mean, just look at him. The man looks like he's made of granite. Even his head. Yeah, right. He looks like he's got a big granite head. I mean, it's it's amazing. He does have a granite head, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't want to get a headbutt from him. That, that, that might hurt. Yes. That's absolutely. probably his number one weapon is his head. Yeah, probably, yes, yes. Yeah, he has that, this, I don't know if it's Taekwondo, something with the head, but the, no, it's not, you know, some kind of martial arts with his head. I think it's Jiquando. That's what he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeekwondo, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, it's very terrifying. Easy Jeekwondo. Yes, that's why I don't... Uh, Judo I don't, master. I don't trifle with him, and neither does Michael Martino. We're all quite terrified of him. All right, dude, but I gotta, I gotta head out. All right, uh, Scumpy, well, thank you for the call, my friend, and I'm glad we... Uh, it's real nice to talk to you. I miss all you guys down there, so... Well, you're always Mikey, welcome. Mikey, I'm sorry again. Yeah. It, 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 it okay, was I love you guys. Yep. Uh, all right, Scumpy, take care, my friend. Bye, peace. Bye, bye. Well, that was nice to uh, uh, kind of clear the air yeah. there. Yes, yeah. I, I, I feel better about everything. Yes. Well, uh, Michael, it's uh, four thirty-three, so okay. I, I, I know you have to go. So, yep. Always nice to see you, my friend. Yep. I'll be on tomorrow. Uh, oh, you're gonna be on the, the morning show or here? Yeah. You stopping here? Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're I'll, always welcome. I'll, I'll do. Popwood's oh, that's right. Because tomorrow's Wednesday. I keep forgetting it's Tuesday. I keep yeah. thinking it's Monday. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. All right. Michael Martineau is uh, leaving us.
Come on down to the Hop Knot at 1000 Elm Street, Manchester's premier craft beer and gourmet pretzel bar. Tell us more, Trudy. We make our dough fresh every day. We make a variety of styles of pretzels and serve craft beer, cocktails, and a few bottles of wine. We do the traditional pretzel, and we have multiple flavors for that. We also do stuffed pretzels, pretzel sandwiches, free dessert pretzels, and pretzel knots. The Hop Knot in the Brady Sullivan Plaza at 1000 Elm Street. I do have uh, uh, some uh, climate change news. Uh, We'll get to this first. Um, You know, um, this is from my favorite website, uh, rightwingwatch.org. And a very interesting uh, take on uh, climate change from uh, former uh, Congresswoman uh, Michelle Bachman. You might remember her as the bass player from Bachman Turner Overdrive. I do that joke every time, and I really shouldn't. It wasn't funny the first time. But uh, Michelle Bachman, of course, married uh, to uh, Marcus Bachman. And if you're not familiar with Marcus Bachman, he runs one of those clinics where they pray away the gay. And as I always like to point out about Marcus Bachman, uh, if you are, what do they call it, gay conversion therapy or reparative therapy? Uh, if you've ever seen or heard an interview with uh, Marcus Bachman, it's uh, pretty obvious that uh, he has made this his life his life's work because he he himself is uh, running away from something. If you know what I mean, but you know, but that's just conjecture on my part. I'm not uh, I'm not uh, suggesting anything. But uh, they have adopted a lot of fo- uh, foster children, uh, the Bachmans, and yet they but they don't have any children of their own. It's, but anyway, uh, so but hey, God bless them for adopting all those kids. But uh, Michelle Bachman has a, a very interesting take on climate change. You know, uh, conservative uh, conservative folks uh, tend to be very skeptical of uh, climate change. Uh, they uh, Trump at one point, of course, said uh, it's a hoax uh, uh, per- perpetuated by the Chinese. And of course, uh, most conservatives I know seem to think it's some sort of conspiracy between liberals and the scientists of the world to try to uh, destroy capitalism. Uh, seems legit, right? Sure. I mean, why, why, why not? Right. But uh, Michelle Bachman uh, recently offered her take on climate change. And this is pretty interesting. Uh, she claims that climate change is a fraud because God says we will never be flooded. <laughs> so that's exciting. So uh, I guess from that, we can glean that uh, God himself has reassured Michelle Bachman uh, or is it because in the Bible, because I think in the Bible, uh, the part where it talks about Noah's Ark and the, you know, the flood that uh, killed everybody, because Old Testament God had a bit of a temper. New Testament God seems pretty chill, but Old Testament God would send, if he was really mad, he might send a flood or maybe a plague or some locusts. So, uh, so, but I think he says in the Bible, if I remember, because I went to a Catholic school from grade two to grade eight, I think he, uh, so he flooded the world uh, to kill everybody. Uh, except those on the ark, of course. And then, uh, and then he said, uh, he would never do it again. So I guess it was like, uh, you know, it was like a one-time deal. Like, I'm just gonna flood the place, uh, just this once. But, uh, after that, you know, y'all gotta figure it out. Cause, uh, I'm just gonna be out of water or something. I don't know. So, uh, so this is, uh, interesting. Uh, Brian Mackey says, not flooded, baked, LOL. Well, that's true because as the earth continues to warm up, uh, we clearly are, uh, we are baking or, or we are, we are being fried. We are, uh, unless, uh, Brian means baked as in, uh, cannabis continues to, uh, uh to be legalized. <laughs> made a little, 
made a little joke there. Oh, we're having some fun here today. But uh, anyway, so uh, so this is what uh, Michelle Bachman is saying. So this uh, and, and this uh, somehow proves that uh, climate change is fake. But uh, let's, as is tradition in these instances, I will uh, share with you the actual audio of Michelle Bachman saying this. Because let's be honest, my friends, it's very easy for me to sit here and perhaps unfairly just ridicule uh, the uh, crazy things that some of these folks say, which may not be crazy. Maybe I just need to open my mind. Maybe I need to free my mind and the rest will follow. I don't know. But I'm going to play the audio for you and you can hear it with me. In, we'll hear Michelle Bachman explaining this in her own words. And as always, as is the unofficial policy of the show, unofficial as in non-binding, you don't have to do this. But I ask of you this one favor. Let's listen, not only with open minds, but with open hearts as well, because we're all about love here on Matt Connerton Unleashed. And any ridiculing that I do of someone uh, like uh, Congresswoman uh, Bachman, it's, it's all done with love. It really is. Never malice. It's all with love. All right, here we go. Let's let's listen to her We're explain. Talking to someone who's yeah. been at the UN for three years. Yes. And I have been meeting, I've met with about 95 of the 193 ambassadors at the UN. And this is what they and believe. Every single one of them talk. I forgot that she actually had that position. She's like, what is she, the faith ambassador to the UN or something? Like she goes to the UN and. Tells everybody why they should be Christians or something. Uh, Brian says, yeah, that's it. Free your mind. Get baked. Oh, 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 my goodness. Oh, I notice, uh, Brian, you spell baked with a capital B. Is that in reference to uh, we have a, a food establishment here uh, called Baked uh, right here on Elm Street, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, all right, let's see. Talk about climate change. It is their number one, quote, priority. And in fact, I had one ambassador who was practically crying when I was in there because I asked all of them, how can I pray for you? Her prayer was, I want you to pray for climate change and pray for my country because we're going to be underwater. Well, I want to refer people to the book of Genesis. Read <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm laughing because... It's suddenly very obvious where this is going, and I love it. <laughs> I'm going to back it up a little bit, because this is too good. Let's just reflect on the context for a moment. So she's at the United Nations, an organization full of people who represent their countries, some of which, yes, there are places in the world, for those of you who are not aware of this, there are places in the world that are not only feeling some of the effect of climate change, in which case, you know, they may be experiencing extreme weather. They may be experiencing drought. They may not have enough water falling to grow food. You know, these are... Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bath Fitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bath Fitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. 